You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Well, good morning and happy Tuesday. Hope you had a great uh, Memorial Day as we took time to remember those who have given their lives for the freedom that we enjoy here in the United States of America. I am thankful for our heritage, and I'm thankful for the freedom that God has given to us. And while things are difficult, things can be hard at times, and not everything is going as great as everyone wants it to go, we can still be thankful that God is in control, and that He loves us, and He takes care of us, and He continues to provide for our needs. Well, today is an exciting day here in our study, Promised Land. We are finishing up the book of Joshua, and we are on Lesson 32, Episode 32 of Promised Land today, and I'm looking forward to finishing this up with you this morning. And then at the end of our time here, I'll be announcing where we're going next. Yesterday, uh, we had a wonderful time spending part of the day with some different church families um, at a couple different people's houses, folks that invited us over. We had a great time with that and had some wonderful fellowship and wonderful food and wonderful time with the body of Christ. I'm really encouraged to hear about all that God is doing. God is working in people's lives. He is working to change people to be more like him. And I'm thankful for that. We also have something pretty fun going on with our church family right now. We have three teenagers in our youth group, older teens, who are working at summer camp this summer. One is working at a camp up in uh, Kansas. And so if, as you think about it, pray for Jonathan as he serves there for the next 10 weeks. He left on Saturday to be there. And then we have two teens currently working and going through some training as well at Camp Ironwood in California. And uh, they are going to be there for the next six weeks. So pray for Sophie and Samuel as you think about it. And we're thankful for the opportunity that God has given them to be able to serve in the summer camp. So that's an exciting thing. I think more growth through our church as our young people are getting excited about serving God and going on and looking for ways to do that. We have some great things coming up this month here at our church I'm looking forward to uh, a special Sunday this weekend as we celebrate the Lord's table and we remember Christ's death on the cross for our sins, his body that was broken, his blood that was shed. And so that'll be this Sunday. And next weekend, we have our men's night, men's barbecue. We've got some great barbecues, some great music, and some great time around God's word that we're looking forward to there. So a lot of great things on the schedule for us as a church. But you know, the greatest thing are not the events, not the activities, not the things that we gather together for just to do stuff. To me, the greatest thing that God is doing is changing people's lives. He is saving souls and he is working to help people grow in their relationship with him. I've heard testimony even just yesterday of people reaching out to neighbors and friends and coworkers and how God is using that. So there are exciting things ahead, and I'll be sharing even some more wonderful things that God has been doing lately 
uh, with you over the next few weeks, Lord willing. But today, let's jump in here, Joshua chapter 24, and we'll begin reading in Joshua chapter 24, verse number 25. So, hope you're with us this morning, and good to have you here. It looks like a few of you have joined now, so let's get started. Joshua 24, 25. So, Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and set them a statue and an ordinance in Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord, which he spake unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. The title of our study this morning is The Stone of Witness. Stones of Witness. So remember, you have to go back in your mind to last week as we looked at this together. Joshua brought all the leaders of the people together and he reminded them of God's faithfulness and all that God had done for them. And he challenged them to stay faithful to God and to live for him and not to follow after the wicked ways of the nations around them. Remember, the children of Israel committed themselves to do this. They said, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, well, you cannot do this because God's holy. In other words, you can't serve God and other people. You have to serve God wholeheartedly. And they committed themselves to serve God with their whole heart, with all of themselves. And so Joshua then takes that statement from the people. He writes it down. And then he erects this big stone, and he calls it a stone of witness, or this stone will be a witness. This rock heard your words. And may it be a reminder to you of your promise and your commitment to God. Before I go any further this morning, I just want to ask you a question. Has there been a time in your life that you have made a commitment to God in a particular area? Maybe you committed to serve in a particular way. Maybe you committed to be willing to do some particular thing for the Lord. Maybe it was a commitment to the Lord to give. I would just challenge you. Are you being faithful to those commitments? Are you following after what you told God you would do? Now, maybe there's been a failure in your life. Maybe you've forgotten about some of those things, but I would challenge you this morning to remember, go back in your mind, what have I told God I would do? Where was I at one point in my life? And what was God doing? And recommit yourself to those things. I think it's important for all of us to have stones of witness in our lives, things that we go back to, to remind ourselves what we committed to God to do and what God has done in our lives. You see, this stone of commitment was a reminder not just of what they had done or said that they would do for God, this stone of witness, but it was also a reminder of what Joshua had told them about what God had done for them. Don't just take that stone of witness as something to remind you of what you did. 
Let it also remind you of what God has done in your life to bring you to that point. I think this is so important because so many people live a life on a roller coaster, the ups and downs, the backs and forths. We mess up, we fail, we fall. It's important to go back and remind ourselves of who God is and what God has done and what we've committed ourselves to so that we can continue to walk in obedience and following him. This was a very important day in the history of the nation of Israel. And it was a day that would carry on and and the people would remember for many years. But unfortunately, this stone of witness eventually was forgotten. It was eventually forgotten. And that is so true. It's, It's so the way that many people are. Really, all of us are. That we may be at a place in our life at a particular time where we've seen God work. I mean, over the last several weeks now, month or more, we've been studying through the book of Joshua and seeing God as he's worked and he's provided and he's cared for and he's protected and he's led and he's guided his people. If nothing else, I hope it has been a reminder to you of all that God has done in your life to bring you to where you are today. And even as you look back, you may say it hasn't always been an upward slope. There's been some down times. There have been some valleys, some hard things. Maybe you're in one of those right now. But I would challenge you to go back and remind yourself of who God is and what he has done and what commitments you've made to him. Maybe you need to make some commitments today to the Lord and set up a stone of witness in your life. We do it in many different ways. Sometimes I'll write it in my Bible a commitment to the Lord and write it in the front or the back of my Bible as a way to remind myself of what God has done. I have some scripture verses that I've framed and put on the wall in my office to remind me. They are like stones of witness in my office to remind me of what God taught me and what I committed to do for God because of what he has led me to do. Maybe you need to be reminded of a stone of witness in your life today. Maybe you need to make a stone of witness in your life today. I want to keep reading here so you see what happened here. He says, this this stone, it shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord which he spake unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart, every man unto his inheritance. And it came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being in a hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Sarah, which is in Mount Ephraim on the north side of the hill of Gash. And Israel, listen to this verse. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that overlived Joshua and which had known all the works of the Lord that he had done for Israel. The people stayed faithful to God's word. They stayed faithful all the days of Joshua and all the days of those leaders who had walked with Joshua who outlived Joshua. Now, you know the history. You know this didn't last forever. But it was not because it couldn't 
have lasted. It, it couldn't have remained. It didn't last because eventually people forgot the commitment that they had made to the Lord. They began to live life in neutral, doing whatever felt good. See, at the end of Joshua, they're doing right. They're following God. They're obeying him. They're making commitments to the Lord. But there's a phrase in the book of Judges, the very next book of the Bible, that describes where the nation of Israel went to. And it's this phrase, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. See, they went from a time of commitment and faithfulness to truth and to an almighty, holy God. And they changed to a place of relativism and a place where anything goes, as long as it's right to you, it's okay to do it. The distance between doing right and following God and walking in faithfulness to him and that place of living however I see fit, that place of going from faithfulness and truth to relativism in our life is really just one step away from walking in obedience to the Lord. Sometimes we see it as miles apart, but it's really not. It's just one step away. My friend, this morning, if you've made some commitments to God, I would remind you to go back to them. And maybe you need to make some new commitments to the Lord today based on who he is and what he's done in your life. Because if you're living a life away from God, you are living a life of moral relativism. And that always ends up in destruction. It says at the end here, in the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem, in a parcel of ground which Jacob brought of the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver. And it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. And Eliezer, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him in a hill that pertained to Phinehas' son, which was given him in Mount Ephraim. Joshua's died. Eliezer, the priest, the son of Aaron, has died. There's a changing of the guard, a changing of the generations. How are we going to stay faithful through the changing of generations and transition? We must be faithful to the one true God. Promised land. God had a plan. God used his people. God took care of his people. God blessed his people as they went into the promised land. God will take care of you. He will bless you. He will provide for you if you are walking according to his way. Be faithful. Remind yourself of truth. Walk in obedience to him. When, when distractions come and other people are attacking you, come back to the Lord. Walk in obedience. Walk in truth and experience God's blessing in your life. Well, that brings us to the end of our study through the book of Joshua. I sure have enjoyed our time together. I hope it's been a help to you. Maybe if there was a particular passage or lesson that was a help, share it in the comments. I'd love to know because I want to keep improving this time together and helping you make it even better all the time. Don't forget, starting this week, we will have these sessions, um, not the video, but the audio recording of it, on our podcast, The Pursuit of Christ. 
So our church now has two podcasts. One is just our, our messages, our sermon podcast, which is the Arise Baptist Church podcast. But now we also have the Pursuit of, po- Pursuit of Christ podcast, and those are available on Apple and Google Podcasts and other places where you can listen to those if you do podcasts. If you're listening to this here, this may be sufficient, but it may be a way if you want to go back and hear these or catch up, or maybe you missed some along the way, or maybe you want to share these out with a friend. That's another way to get the, the word out to them. Well, before I pray, I want to talk to you about where we're going next. And I'm looking forward to starting in on this with you tomorrow morning. We are going to be doing a study, and I'm calling it the Proverb of the Day. The Proverb of the Day. The book of Proverbs is full of wisdom. And it was written to a young man, probably maybe one of Solomon's sons, as a way to impart wisdom to him. But that wisdom is relevant for us today, and there's so much in Proverbs that deals with our relationship with God. It deals with how to get wisdom and grow in your relationship with the Lord. It deals with even parenting and how to be a a good child, how to be a good husband, how to be a good wife. It's just truth for life. And so I hope you'll join us starting tomorrow for a Proverb of the Day, and we'll be walking together through the book of Proverbs. This will take a while. I'm looking at it, kind of mapping it out. We may go a while and then take a break, do another book for a while, and then come back to Proverbs. But it's something I've wanted to work through for a while, and I think this will be a help to all of us, and I'm looking forward to that next study. Well, thank you for your time together with us here in the mornings as we worked through the book of Joshua. Let's close in a word of prayer. God bless you, and uh, thank you for being with us. Join us tomorrow for a Proverb of the Day as we look to take that truth and apply it to life so that we can be the people that God wants us to be. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. I thank you for this day. Pray that you'd use this truth in our life today. Help us to be faithful to the commitments that we've made to you. And Lord, may we look at our lives and look at what you've done and figure out where you're leading us and commit to continue to walk in obedience and follow you. Bless us this week, I pray. We need your help today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take care, and we'll see you tomorrow. Maybe invite somebody to join us as we start the proverb of the day tomorrow morning. God bless. Bye-bye.